You're listening to the Radical Disruption Podcast with Maya Nicole, nursing student turned multi-six-figure online entrepreneur. Here we talk all things real and raw when it comes to entrepreneurship and what it really takes to get to the next level. Leave the small biz talk at the door and buckle up for the tangible, tactical, and actionable steps that will help guide you in building a disruptive business. Let's dive into the show. Hello, friend, and welcome to the very first episode of the Radical Disruption Podcast. I am so excited and also so very nervous to be chatting here with you today. I'm not even I'm not even gonna lie. I've already tried to record this one episode three times. And what I've realized is that I can't do it unscripted or without at least bullet points of the things that I want to talk about. Or else I'm all over the place where I'm just like on tangents. I'm chatting over here. I'm chatting over there. So we're doing it again. This is like, like I said, I think this is, yeah, this is the fourth take of the very first episode of the Radical Disruption Podcast. So hopefully this is the very last take. Uh, If you're listening to this, it means that it's the very last take. But I just really want to set the scene for you so that you really feel like you're sitting here in this room with me. So. Where am I? I am in my podcast studio, aka my closet. So I got all my clothes around me and I got my dirty clothes basket (laughs) right here sitting next to me. And in front of me, what I have set up is those trays that you see like when people are eating like food in bed or if you're like eating on the couch or something like those trays that you can set up. Yeah, that's what's sitting in front of me. My computer's on here, and you also have my mic on here. So this is where I am. This is where you're tuning in from. (laughs) And it's very, very bougie podcast studio, as you can see. Maybe one day we'll actually have a bougie podcast studio, but for now, it's this is just the reality of things. This is where the best sound quality is, and um, this is where where I'll be for probably the foreseeable future in terms of recording podcast episodes. So wanted to set the scene before I jump in. But today I want to talk about my story and I wanted to start off the podcast with my story because, well, I mean, my story obviously is why I'm here. (laughs) So it's important to know. And I think that another reason why I wanted to share this inside of a podcast is because I do a lot of short form content. So reels, stories, captions, carousel posts, they're all great. I love all of them. But you're not able to share very in-depth, detailed stories with short-form content. So I'm so excited to have the podcast to dive deeper into not just my story, but a bunch of other things as well. But today, we're going to dive deeper into my story. So let's start at the very beginning of my story, or where I feel is the very beginning in terms of my journey. So in high school, I was doing micro-influencing. and I say micro-influencing. I mean, you could just call them influencing, but I was a micro-influencer in terms of like, I don't know, titles, I guess you could say. And I had around like 1,500, 2,000 followers around that time. I can't remember exactly off the top of my head, but I loved working with brands. Most of them, I worked with them for free, just in return for free products that I would then post and I would, you know, do a review or whatever the requirements were for that partnership. And I worked with over like 40 brands, like 40 different brands during high school. 
just doing micro influencing. And I really, really liked it. I honestly, I didn't know how to get paid for it. And so anytime that I did get paid, it was like, like they offered me like, I don't know, like 20 bucks or most of the time it was like, I would get commission if someone ended up purchasing like through my link. That's usually how I made money. But I didn't really, I didn't understand really anything in terms of like influencing. I didn't understand contracts, whitelisting, like all of that stuff. Yeah, I wasn't worried about it. I was just, I was just doing my thing and I loved getting free things in return for posting about it because I loved posting. I loved creating content. So that's what I was doing in high school. And then that also led me into photography. And so I got my very first camera. I actually saved up. I was a dance teacher. Um, I did dancing and then I also taught dance as well. That was my job in high school. And so I saved up with my job to purchase a camera. It was a Canon 60 with a 35 millimeter lens, a Sigma lens. And I was so stoked. I bought it used off of eBay. I did like the whole bidding process and everything. <laughs> and uh, I was so excited. So I did photography. I wouldn't say I was like a photographer. Like I didn't really consider myself that. But like I did photography for some of my friends, like their senior pictures family pictures, things like that. I mean, I wasn't like a full-time photographer or anything, but I really enjoyed it. And I really enjoyed editing. And I had like presets on Lightroom that I had purchased. And I had presets, like mobile presets on my phone that I would use for the pictures that I posted on my Instagram account. And so I was in, I mean, I really, really enjoyed that space. But I grew up in a really small town. And I'm talking like small, like my, like in terms of population, like 3,000 at the time of me living there. It's, it's definitely grown since then, but 3,000 and I had 140 in my graduating class. I loved growing up there. I loved going to high school and I, I mean, I loved where I grew up, but I did grow up in a very small town and because of that, I didn't really see a lot of, I don't want to say I didn't really have a lot of opportunities. I just didn't see in mainly in terms of like the social media space, like I saw people, of course, like on social media itself who were making money and traveling the world and like doing all of the, you know, the dream life type of stuff. But in terms of like my town, like I didn't know anyone personally who was doing that on social media. And so the reason why I bring this up is because it's very pivotal in the next point of my story. So fast forward from high school to college. I uh, applied to nursing school, and the first time I applied, I got rejected. The second time I applied, I got accepted. So I got accepted in November of 2019. And when I got accepted, I got an email. And I don't know why this email came as a surprise. It shouldn't have, but it did. <laughs> Basically, in the email, I was like, hey, welcome. Like, congrats. You know, you got into the program. I don't know if it was in this exact email. Maybe it was like in a follow-up email after this. But it basically said, you know, this is a really rigorous program. Uh, you know, you're probably not going to be able to have a job that you like clock in and out of. And obviously, this is not like, quote, exactly what the email said. But like, in my head, this is what I was thinking. And I was like, okay, uh, I think I had been, let's see, July, August, September, October, November. I had been married five months at that time, almost six months when I got accepted into the nursing program. And so, I mean, life is expensive. Being married is expensive. School is expensive. I mean, you, you got to have money to survive. And so, I obviously wanted to help support my family, my husband and I, and I didn't want to, you know, just live off of his income. I wanted to help support. And so, I started to look for jobs that were not your typical job that like you would clock in and out of because obviously I didn't have the time to be able to do that. 
And so I started looking elsewhere, specifically for jobs that were online. I started talking about it to my husband, to friends, to, you know, all sorts of people. And my phone was right there. And so I started getting ads on my phone about different job opportunities. And I came across one of them at the very end of November, like literally, I think probably two, maybe one week before, or sorry, one week after I had gotten accepted into the nursing program. Like this is like pretty quick. I came across an ad on stories on Instagram. And this ad was made specifically for me. Like, like when I talk on Instagram and I'm like, make sure that your content is like catered to someone. So that way, you know, when they see that piece of content, they're like, wow, this was just for me. Like this ad, it was just for me. I can't remember exactly like specifically what it said, but it was basically like, are you a college student looking for a flexible job to make some side income? And I was like, check, check, check. Yes, that's me. And I swiped up on that and I filled out that application speedy quick And um, random coincidence, the person who had posted the ad, so she actually was at the same university as me, which she probably didn't think that that was a coincidence because, I mean, now that I know more about, like, ads and things, you can, like, have them target certain locations, (laughs) which, like, she probably did. But I was like, this is, like, wow, what a coincidence. She's at the same university as me. So we ended up meeting up, and she explained to me more about this opportunity. I basically knew literally little to nothing about this opportunity, what what it was that I had applied for. So we met up at a coffee shop and Starbucks. We started chatting and she's like, this is network marketing. And the reason why, this is where the story comes in, where I was like, I grew up in a really small town. This is this is where that story comes in. And she's like, you can make money from social media. And I was like, wow, I I didn't know that anyone like a normal person was making money from social media. I just thought that it was, you know, those big travel bloggers who were traveling the world because I grew up in a small town and I didn't know anyone who was making money from social media. And so she's like, yeah, you know, social selling, we're doing it on social media, you're marketing it on there. Um, This is the perfect job for college students. I'm doing it. I'm in college full time. And I was like, great. And so the network marketing company is Monet. So hair and skincare. At the time of me joining, I believe there was only hair care though. I think the skincare line came out as I was, you know, part of the company longer. But I, man, my hair was, my hair was ratchet. And so I was like, this is actually perfect. Even if this opportunity doesn't work out, I need new hair care products. Like my, I kid you not, this is true. If you talk to my hairstylist, she, (laughs) I walked in one day and she's like, um, So how do you feel about like chopping off several inches of your hair? And I was like, uh, what do you mean? She's like, your hair is like destroyed. Like it's so damaged, split ends, all the things. And so I ended up chopping off a bunch of my hair. And then, then this opportunity came around and I was like, this is literally perfect. My hairstylist was like, you need to use better products. So this is like my opportunity. So I was like, this is kind of like the best of both worlds because I need to make money and this could be something really awesome but I also need hair care products. So I ended up joining network marketing on December 3rd of 2019. And I, that's when I like purchased my box or whatever. And I got my box like a week later with all my products inside of it. And by the end of December, I had hit my very first rank inside of the company and I got my first like bonus and check and all that. And I was like, this is amazing. Like I'm actually making money from social media by selling products that like I genuinely use and love. And I started to obviously build my team as well because I was like, I got to share this with every person that I know because there's a bunch of other college students who need this opportunity. So started to grow my network marketing team 
And um, I started to basically like live out my dreams that like I didn't even know were really like my dreams at the time. But like looking back in high school, as I was doing the micro influencing, doing the photography, like my dream was to be like those people who were traveling the world and making money from social media and, you know, building their businesses. Like at the time, again, like I didn't like I didn't think that that was my dream. But like looking back, I can see now how like that definitely was my dream. So joined network marketing. I was in nursing school. So I started basically at the same time as I started network marketing. I also started my very first semester of nursing school. So this is in 2020. So very, very first semester, I was going to school full-time nursing. Also at the same time, I was working as a social media manager, not full-time. This was like, I don't even know if this was like part-time. This was like below part-time, like kind of like a, a side gig. And I was doing that for my husband's door-to-door sales company, like their Instagram account. I was running that. So it was through just like a a connection. And I was also working as a part-time nanny. And I picked that up because I, when I joined network marketing, I honestly didn't think that it was going to be anything. I was like, cool if it is, but also like I need to make money right now. So I started doing nannying. I did that part-time and I loved the kids that I nannied. I was making good money doing that, but I was driving 45 minutes there and 45 minutes back. And so during that time when I was driving, I was listening to podcast episodes about selling and marketing and network marketing and social media and all of those things. So I was learning a bunch while I was driving. And then on top of that, I was also doing network marketing. So I had a lot of things that were going on. Network marketing was the thing that like I literally fit into the nooks and crannies of my life because what took precedence was school first, then my social media management and nanny job, and then network marketing. So I don't want to say that I put it on the back burner because I definitely didn't because it was something I thought about all the time, but it literally was that thing that it, it just fit into the nooks and crannies. I didn't have five hours a day to sit down and build my business. Um, it was something that I, if I had five minutes here and there, Um, you know, even in between like me waiting for classes to start, like I would be on social media and building my business. So it really truly was something that I, I had to make time for at the end of the day. Um, but also like, I didn't really have a lot of time to make for network marketing. And so I just started to fit it into the places that I had time, like five minutes here, 15 minutes here, 10 minutes here, you know, learning about network marketing and social media and marketing and sales and all those things as I was driving because of podcasts and books and things like that. So that very first semester, I grew my network marketing income to be about $1,000 per month. And COVID hit during that time period, as you are very much aware of, um, which kind of turned my whole world upside down, especially being in nursing school. Like school was totally online. And so I mean, just life just got totally flipped upside down. And so my husband started at the very end of that very first semester, he started to put this bug in my ear. And he's like, so when are you going to drop out of nursing school to take network marketing full time and also like my social media management job too? And I was like, that's not going to happen. Because here's the thing about nursing school. I decided basically my sophomore year of high school that I was going to be a nurse. I didn't have any rhyme or reason why I decided that I was going to be a nurse. I was just like, it's just something I decided. <laughs> I woke up. I This is probably exactly how it happened. I can't remember quite exactly, but this is probably how it happened. I woke up one day and I was like, I'm going to be a nurse. 
So I decided to be a nurse and then I started working, you know, taking all the classes that I needed to be a nurse. So it was something that I had worked several, several years for to get into the nursing program and then to have been rejected the first time and then get in the second time. It was like, I went through a lot to get into the nursing program. So him even putting that out there, I was like, that is not going to happen. Don't even say that. <laughs> like, That's not even an option. Not even an option. Like I loved network marketing. I, I genuinely loved network marketing. And it really, truly like it came to the point, especially the more that I did network marketing during that first semester, like the farther that I got into it, the more it consumed my thoughts because I just started to recognize the opportunity. I was like, there's so, so many opportunities with network marketing. Like the potential is unlimited. And I started to have all these light bulb moments. So it definitely started to consume more of my thoughts, but I was dedicated to finishing the nursing program. Like I, that was like, it's not, not even an option, like I said, to drop out of nursing school. So after that first semester, though, I did take my business full time because I didn't have any classes during like spring and summer semester. So I had winter semester and then fall semester is when I would go to nursing school. So I took my business full time. COVID was still going on and my husband doing door to door sales, we ended up moving out to St. Louis and then also living a little bit of time inside of Chicago as well. And so he was out working. And so what what did I do while he was doing that? I was working my network marketing business and growing that. And I, man, I just fell in love with it, like even more in love with it than I did those very first few months of doing network marketing. I was like, this is so amazing. Like I loved using my creativity and selling on stories and connecting and building my team. And it, it just was so much fun. And I loved attending the trainings that my team was hosting and I, I mean, I just, I just loved everything about it. And so as the summer started to wind down, my husband just kept saying, he's like, so when are you going to drop out of nursing school? So when are you going to drop out of nursing school? And even as I took my network marketing business full time during the summer, my income didn't really increase in network marketing. If I'm being like completely transparent, the whole entire year of 2020, I was making about $1,000 a month um, because my income for that whole entire year just from network marketing was 14,000. Like that's what like my, my tax return or whatever that I don't, I don't know all the things like the 1099 T or something. That's what it said was $14,000. So about $1,000 a month. By the end, I was making a little bit more than that, but yeah, about $1,000 per month. So I made $1,000 per month through my very first semester in nursing school, even though I took my business technically like full time during the summer, I was still only making about $1,000 per month. And so as again, the summer started to wind down, I kept thinking about it more. I was reading books and I was talking to people inside of network marketing. I was talking to my family about it. I was talking to basically everyone. I was like, what should I do? Should I drop out of nursing school? Should I keep going and doing the things that you know, going to nursing school and doing this network marketing thing on the side. And really, truly, I didn't gain a lot of clarity until I listened to a podcast episode by Rob Dial. And I can't remember exactly what it was titled, but basically the podcast episode, what he was talking about was if you woke up with $500 million in your bank account tomorrow, what would you do with your life? And he goes on to say that, yes, of course, you know, you would pay off any debt that you have. You would buy your dream house, your dream car, go on all the trips, you know, give to charity, create college funds for your kids and, you know, give back to your parents and, you know, you do all of these things, right? 
And he said, you know, eventually it would get to the point where those things don't fulfill you, right? Like buying things, we already know that like money doesn't bring happiness and buying these things isn't going to get you anywhere. So he's like, what would you do with your time then? And I think he gave the example of like, you know, if you, if you would find yourself like painting, like that is what you should do with your life basically is like whatever you would do with your time after you purchase all the things that you wanted to purchase and did all the things that you wanted to do. Like you would still have so much time in your lifetime. It's like, what would you do with your time? And he's like, whatever you do with your time is what you should be doing as your career, like in, in your day-to-day life. And that for me, I was like, oh crap. Oh crap. I would not be going to nursing school. I would not be a nurse. I would not, all the things that I was doing, I would not be doing. And so that right there, I don't want to say that like that was like the end all, like be all moment where I was like, okay, I'm not going to go to nursing school anymore. But also that was a huge pivotal moment listening to that podcast episode where I was like, yeah, things need to change. And also that made me really reflect too of like, why did I want to become a nurse in the first place? There was no real reason behind that truthfully at the end of the day. Like looking back, the honest answer of like why I wanted to become a nurse is because they make decent money. That's a skill that's good to have. And that's about it. <laughs> that's really, truly why I wanted to become a nurse. I mean, there's, there's another aspect to it where like I was in a car accident when I was younger and I got scalped. That's why I have that gray streak that you see in my hair. So the accident directly didn't create that gray streak in my hair. It was the stress of the accident, like the stress of the scar and like the surgery and everything afterwards that turned my hair gray. That was a little tangent there. But I was in an accident, uh, that accident specifically, and like nurses really, really, truly like made my experience a very comfortable experience. And so like that was another thing where I was like, I was just grateful for nurses during that time period. And like, that was another like part of my story of why I wanted to become a nurse, but really truly like there wasn't like a really deep attachment to becoming a nurse at, at the end of the day. And so by the end of the summer, you think I would have decided, you think I would have like after listening to that podcast episode, you think I would have been like, yep, I'm dropping out. We're doing it right now. But no, I was still enrolled in classes for the fall and I went to the first full week of classes that fall semester before the ad drop deadline, I went to every single one of them because I was like, what if I go back and like, what if I love it? And like, then I'm going to like regret dropping out. So I was like, I'll just go to the first week. Okay. Let me tell you, I was sitting inside of those classes and all that I could think about was building my network marketing business, helping my team, hosting trainings, social media. Like that's, that's what consumed my thoughts. And So by the end of the week, right before the ad drop deadline, like I'm telling you right before, like even though like the decision had been made, like part of me, I was just scared. I was just scared of like, what if I can't actually do it? You know, like I'm taking a risk and like, what if I, what if it doesn't work out? And so I literally dropped out, I I think like just hours before the ad drop deadline when I could like get my money back from classes and everything. So I dropped out in August of 2020. And even though like, I mean, technically I was still like full-time in my business, I just continued working full-time. But I just wanted to say that when I dropped out, I was not making $5,000 a month or $10,000 a month. I was still making around $1,000 per month. Like it's not and, and it's not to say that that's bad, right? Like, I am very proud of that. And I was very proud of that. And I knew that I could continue to make more because I saw the potential. 
and I saw people who were making lots more than just $1,000 per month, but it wasn't like I had seen a bunch of success per se in terms of like income that like then I felt like that safety and dropping out of college. So hopefully that makes sense. But like I said, I dropped out. I, I dropped out. So 2020, I made around $14,000 from network marketing. I was doing my social media management job as well, which was bringing in about $1,000 per month. I think I started that like partway through 2020. I don't think I did that the whole year, but I can't remember exactly. Anyway, so I also had that income that was coming in as well. And I just want to add this in here because I get asked this a lot of like, more about the dropping out situation. My family was very supportive. My husband was very supportive, obviously, because he was the one that put the bug in my ear in the very first place. Everyone was very supportive. I definitely had some friends who were like, "Eh, I don't know if that's necessarily the best decision. But at the end of the day, I did have a very good support system. And I'm very grateful for that. I will say that looking at the examples in my life, like my parents, my in-laws, they're all college dropouts, but very, very successful um, in entrepreneurship and building. Basically, they, they built from the ground up. And so I had very great examples of like the fact that like you don't have to have a college degree to be successful. And so I'm grateful for those examples because that truly helps me like see that like I could do it too because of their examples. But what I would say If you are someone who is thinking of making a big decision and doesn't necessarily have to be dropping out of, you know, college, for example, it could just be, you know, maybe even going full time in your business. What I would say to you is, and I'm going to totally slaughter this. So go read Jenna Kutcher's book, How Are You Really? Because that's what this is from. She's absolutely amazing. But inside of her book, she talks about, there's a quote in there and she talks about basically how no one can see the vision that you can see for like your life and for your business. And so the reason why she she says that is like, you know, people will be skeptical and people just because people don't see see things the way that you see things. And so it just she just went on to say, like, trust yourself and like trust the vision that you see, because at the end of the day, like you're the one that's going to make that happen. So if you don't have a super supportive system, what I would say is like you see the vision and like trust yourself that like you can execute on that vision. All right. So that is it for 2020 and moving into 2021. I continued working my network marketing business and in 2021 is really like when I would say end of 2020 and beginning of 2021 is when my network marketing business started to I don't want to say like really grow in terms of income because there wasn't like a huge income spike, but like my team started to grow throughout my journey in network marketing, like not just like up until this point, but like in total with network marketing, I had brought on like just in my specific, like my direct downline about a hundred people. I had signed on about a hundred reps. And so in my full downline, I had a couple hundred people that I was working with. Obviously, in my direct downline, not every single one of those people were active. And if you're familiar with network marketing, you'll understand what that means. But um, I did sign on a lot of people. And so the momentum carrying in at the end of 2020, carrying into 2021, like there was definitely momentum there happening in network marketing. And my income started to pick up a little bit. I was still making on average about $1,000 per month, but I had some bonuses at the beginning of 2021 where I would have like a $2,000 or $2,500 a month. But 
it wasn't like five, ten, twenty thousand dollars, which I originally thought that I was going to hit when I started network marketing. But continuing in 2021, my in April specifically of 2021, my husband got into a really bad motorcycle accident, and so he was in the ICU for a week. I mean, I'm talking like he. Let's let's just let me just give you a rundown, just so you can picture how bad of an accident this was. He had a tear in his aorta, so his heart had a tear in it. Um, they had to put a stint in his heart. He had a collapsed lung. He broke some ribs. He broke both of his ankles. He broke his wrist. He broke his femur. He broke his. He shattered his hip. Broke his nose, and then he broke some vertebrae in his back. So. I'm talking like pretty dang bad accident. I'm <laughs> not just like a a little one. Like he was he was out for three months. Like he couldn't walk for three months. And so he was in the ICU for a week and then he was in rehab for two weeks. While he was in rehab, my Instagram account got deactivated. And I was in a sheer panic. So I rolled out of bed one day and I go to Instagram because at this time Obviously, my husband is not at work because he was just in this severely bad accident. And we had savings, thankfully. Thank the heavens for that. But also at the same time, like at this time, we didn't know how severe things were going to be. We didn't know how long he would really be out of work. And so I felt a lot of pressure to provide. And I wanted to make sure that like we wouldn't be in a situation where like we had to lean on family or go into debt or any of these things. And also because, you know, accidents, like even with insurance, like things are just expensive still. And so my account got deactivated and basically for two and a half weeks while my account was deactivated, I thought that the world was ending. I mean, I didn't even have, I think at the time I had like maybe 2000 followers. I don't even think I had 2000 followers at that time, but it wasn't very many. Like it would have it would have not been that hard to start over, but like I just thought that it was the end of the world because I had built my network marketing business through social media, specifically Instagram. And so I was like in sheer panic. <laughs> and I during that two and a half weeks, though, I started to rely more on like Facebook marketing as well as my email list, which my email list really, I mean, looking back, it was basically non-existent. I just used it for like current customers and then potential customers. I didn't have a lot of people on there at all. Didn't really even know what email marketing was. I just kind of sent out emails here and there. But anyways, I ended up getting my Instagram account back. Thank the heavens. It was deactivated by accident. And uh, I ended up, I seriously, I was just Googling like every single it wasn't hacks. I don't want to say it was a hack because it wasn't. I was just Googling every single way that like I could possibly contact someone from Facebook. And um, I didn't get, actually, I did get in contact with someone from Facebook because the only reason why I could get in contact with them is because I had ran ads for my network marketing business, um, like story ads. And if you run ads, there's like an ad support team. And so I was able to get in contact with someone from Facebook because I had ran ads in the past. And so getting in contact with them, they ended up like, once I got in contact with them, it was still like a two week process before I got my Instagram account back. But anyways, that definitely helped. And it was just by me searching on Google, like, how do I get my deactivated Instagram account back? And I tried literally everything that was on Google. So I got my account back during that time period when I didn't have my Instagram account. One of 
my husband, someone that my husband knew reached out to me via email and asked me if I wanted to be a part of a startup company. And because they saw that I, well, my account got deactivated, but before it got deactivated, they saw what I was doing on social media with like posting and like my content creation and everything like that. And they're like, you would be an awesome, basically like a social media manager for the startup company. And then also like influencer relations, like working with influencers. And I was like, yeah, this would be a really great opportunity to just expand my skills. And, you know, the startup company at the time, I was like, this could be really be something that is huge. And I wasn't getting paid to be part of the startup company, but I was getting a percentage of basically the company itself. And so if it did turn into something bigger, I was like, this could be really, really awesome. And so I started working with that startup company. My I got my Instagram account back. And once I got my Instagram account back, I was like, okay, we're, we're really going to take things to the next level. Like I really need to make sure that I build my income into a place where we're going to be okay. My family's going to be okay for, you know, the coming months with whatever happens. And so I was looking at Instagram, of course, and I saw these people who were doing 30 day real challenges, 60 day real challenges. Well, actually, let me back up. No one was doing 60 day or 90 day real challenges. I saw people doing 30 day real challenges. So I saw them growing on Instagram. Like people were growing like tens of thousands of followers, not just like, oh yeah, I grew 50 followers. Like people were growing like, I kid you not, I saw people growing like 5,000, 10,000, 20,000 followers. And I, of course, wanted in on that. Like who would not want that type of growth, especially as a business owner who is on social media? I was like, that could be so, so, so crazy for my network marketing business. Like that could change everything for me. So I started my 30 day reels challenge in May of what year are we on here? 2021. I started my reels challenge in May of 2021. And after my 30 days, surprise, surprise, not much happened. <laughs> I would say before, before this 30 day reel challenge, I had posted maybe like five reels. And honestly, when reels originally first came out, I was like anti reels. I was against them. Because I didn't care for TikTok. I was like, this is so dumb. Like, this is going to be a fad. Like, people, like, this is just a trend. It's going to go away. So I didn't jump on them when they very first came out. That being said, though, when I saw everyone growing, I was like, of course I want that growth. So I started a 30 day reels challenge and I grew like maybe 50, maybe 60 followers, which was not what I was expecting, not what I was hoping for. So I was like, well, shoot let's carry on for maybe another 30 days then. And just maybe, maybe after 60 days, it'll happen. So I carried on for another 30 days. We're talking now 60 reels, 60 days, and not much happened. I think I grew at that point around 400-ish followers, which at that time was really amazing for me because I don't think I had grown that much ever on Instagram, like even posting consistently because I was posting consistently in, in network marketing but I had never grown that much. So I was like, yeah, that's fine. But like, it's not tens of thousands. (laughs) So then I carried on for another 30 days. So 90 reels, 90 days. There was actually 30 other posts that I posted during that time period. So really 120 posts in 90 days. And by the time I was done, so after the full 90 day period, not much had happened. I think at that point I had grown like maybe another six to 800, but not again, any thousands by any means. So I continued on though, even after that 90 day period. And it wasn't until two weeks after like my official like 90 day real period 
ended that I started to grow. And I grew from 4K to 10K on Instagram. And I remember hitting that 10K mark and I got the swipe up link because this was before everyone had access to the link. And like, I can't even tell you, like, I just thought that I was the coolest person in the entire world. Like all I ever wanted to hit was 10K. I never thought that I would continue to grow past 10K. And I mean, I just thought that I was the shiz and that everyone should know who I am because I hit 10K on Instagram, which obviously wasn't the case. No one could care less that I hit 10K on Instagram. But I was so, so, so happy for hitting 10K. And I was like, this is going to be, you know, game changing for my network marketing business. But as I was doing that whole challenge period, I very first started out posting more like lifestyle type of reels, just like funny reels. Like I even remember posting a reel where it's like you walk into the nail salon and like, like your confidence is, you know, pretty low. And then you walk out of the nail salon with your new nails and it's like, you feel like, you know, you're the coolest person in the whole world. Like I even remember a reel that I filmed that was like basically the gist of that. So it was very lifestyle type of content. I mixed in a little bit of network marketing. I would say during my second 30-day period. So as I led up to 60 days, I started to incorporate more of the network marketing content in there because I was like, actually, I want to be attracting, you know, people who want to build businesses and make money. And so I started doing that a little bit more. And also throughout this whole time though, I started to, I would say more so like on the back end of this 90-day real challenge, I started to share a little bit more of like my insights as well as like things I was testing out, things that I tested that weren't working. So I started to share a little bit more of like the behind the scenes of this challenge and that caught a lot of interest from people. And so I started to share like more real tips, not because I ever like I never set out to be an Instagram coach or expert or anything like that. Like network marketing for me was like my five year plan, my 10 year plan, my 20 year plan. Like that's what I wanted to do. That's what I was planning to do. But I was like, I'm doing the 90 day real challenge anyway, so I might as well share my journey, you know, especially because other people are who were following me were network marketers or people who potentially wanted to be network marketers on my team or people who were on my team. So I was like, it's basically beneficial for people anyways. So this is obviously just in my head. Maybe other people weren't thinking of this, (laughs) but I started to share more of that behind the scenes, started to share more of like the network marketing content. And then I started to share more of like, instead of sharing just the behind the scenes on my stories, I started to share that more on my feed and that started to really pick up. But again, that was never my intention. I still wanted to just grow my network marketing business. But once I really hit 10K, that is when I started having people reach out to me in my direct messages. And they were like, hey, I see that you are growing. Why don't you help me grow on Instagram? And I was like, yeah, I would love to help you grow on Instagram because I genuinely did. I I genuinely was like, yeah, like I can help you join my network marketing team (laughs) because I do all sorts of social media trainings in my network marketing team. And they're like, well, I don't care to join your network marketing team because I already have a business. And I was like, oh, okay. I mean, like, yeah, that makes sense. And so I sat for probably like, I think it was like a week or two where I was like, huh, more people started to inquire about it. I just kept thinking like, I don't have, like, I'm almost like missing out on an opportunity to be able to help these people. And so during that time period, I started to write out an ebook. Um, this ebook at the time was, ended up being around 45 pages long because I was like, this is how I'm going to share my knowledge of how I grew on Instagram. And so the ebook was, well, I mean, it's still what I sell today, the ultimate guide to Instagram. It's been updated since the original version of it. 
but I still sell it. And I, I, that's how I was going to package my knowledge and share that. So I started selling that in August. And then I realized more people, again, just kept reaching out. And I was like, I have nothing, no ways to help these people besides like sending them paragraph long messages and my direct messages, which is what I was doing. And not necessarily that like I didn't want to do that, but it was like, there should be a more effective and efficient way to be able to help these people. And so I officially filed my LLC on August 18th of 2021 for my business, what I'm currently doing now. So my Nicole LLC, this was after I had launched my ebook and then before I started doing one-on-one coaching. So I did my ebook, I launched my LLC, then I started doing one-on-one coaching. And when I started, when I put out one-on-one coaching, my intention again was never like to become this Instagram expert. It was like, oh, I'm just going to help these people. Like this is like, and I don't even know if people are going to book this out. Like I just put it out there and I was like, I don't I don't even know anything about one-on-one coaching. Like I did, technically I did one-on-one coaching because inside of my network marketing business with my team, I did one-to-ones with them. I did social media training. So I had experience doing trainings. It wasn't like a foreign concept to me. I think if it was a foreign concept, like if I hadn't have done network marketing, well, number one, if I hadn't have done network marketing, I wouldn't have ever ended up in this position in the first place. But that being said, if I hadn't have done network marketing, I think I probably wouldn't have jumped into one-on-one coaching as soon as I did. But I'm grateful that I did because it taught me a lot. But I didn't know how to price things. I didn't even know. I, I knew nothing. And so my very first one-on-one when I put it out was $100 an hour. And it, they also got access to my ebook, which was $45. And then they got access to two weeks of emailing with me in case they had questions. So it was basically not just like a one hour call, but it was $100 for all of that. And I launched it and I was like, I don't even know if this is like a good price. I don't know if anyone's going to even purchase this, but I just put it out there and people ended up buying. But it took a few weeks. It took a few weeks of me posting about it. It was about two weeks in and then everyone just started eating it up. And also at this time, like I was continuing to grow on Instagram. So my my visibility and presence continued to grow. But after two weeks of me posting about it, I was booked out for a whole month in advance for one-on-one coaching. And I never like wasn't booked out from like there till the next eight months until I stopped doing one-on-one coaching. One hour one-on-one coaching, I should say. So that was kind of my story with the very beginning of what I do now. And so as I continued doing this one-on-one coaching, and actually it wasn't until like I started, I launched my one-on-one coaching. And after two weeks, I was booked out for a month. I was like, actually, I don't have any time to be doing this startup company anymore. And so I stopped doing the startup company. And also I was like, I'm going to put my network marketing business on pause. I'm just going to see where this takes me, where my business, like my own personal business takes me. So I put network marketing on pause, which I ended up never unpausing it after that. I didn't, that wasn't my intention though, was to never unpause network marketing. I was just like, I'm just going to see where this takes me because it's an opportunity and I want to capitalize on this momentum and all this visibility that I have with this growth on Instagram. So I started doing the one-on-one coaching. And then I realized after booking out that I couldn't take on every single person. So I wanted to create an offer where I could sell it to more people. And that's how Real Talk came around. And then from Real Talk, people were joining and then they were asking me other questions about Instagram, like their bio and their highlights and all these other things. And so that's how then IG University came around. So I beta launched that in November of 2021. And I had 83 people join during my beta launch, which was $35 a month. 
And um, those people then helped me to really solidify all of the content and the structure of IG University. So that was basically it for 2021. I ended the year. That was my very first 100K year. That was 100K in revenue, not, you know, minus expenses or anything. I don't I can't remember off the top of my head what it was minus expenses, but revenue, 100K year. And I had my very first 20K month. And so during that time, just as a recap on 2021, I started my business in August of 2021. I was growing my Instagram like crazy, which was not an overnight success story by any means because I had posted a bunch to get to that point. The reason being that I had started that journey, though, was because my husband got into his motorcycle accident, uh, which I should have ended and said that he's he's okay. Everything's all right. He started walking right around the time of me starting my business um, officially, so like in August, and then he's just been on the road to recovery since then, which he's doing great now. But also during this year, I put network marketing on pause, never unpaused it. And I started, I quit my startup company, my social media management job. I continued doing that. And I actually picked up another social media management job during 2021, very, very end of 2021. She found me through Instagram. She is a very big influencer with over 500,000 followers. And she's like, hey, I need help basically with social media management. And so I started working with her and that was an absolutely amazing opportunity. I only worked with her for about six months before I was like, actually, I don't have any time to do any sort of work outside of my own business. Um, But it was so, 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 so cool to be able to work with her and to see the the side of things of, you know, running a very, very big business. Because yes, she is an influencer and she did a lot of brand partnerships, but she also runs her own business. So she had like courses and master classes and all sorts of things like that. And so I really, really learned a lot from her and I'm still in connection with her. And like, she's one of my very, very favorite human beings ever. I love her to death. But yeah, I just got to a point with her like after six months. So in 2022, where I was like, I I just simply cannot, I can't do everything anymore. And I need to be able to focus on my business so I can continue to grow my business. So I started with her at the end of 2021. I was doing that for around $2,000 a month. But then I quit about six months later just because my business was growing. So fast forward to 2022, though. So I launched IG University officially at the on January 27th of 2022 after I had made all the changes that like the beta students helped me to make. And that was when I hit my very first 25K month. It was almost a 50K month during that launch of IG University in January, but not quite. I think it was like a $47,000 month. And then I, again, stopped, I actually stopped both of my social media management jobs at the very beginning of 2022, just due to time. But I was doing guest trainings during that time period. I was doing brand partnerships um, with a few brands. And I actually stopped doing one-on-one coaching at the very beginning. And I don't want to say very beginning. It was like beginning of quarter two in 2022. I stopped doing one-on-ones after I burnt myself out. So Pretty much in 2022, up until July of 2022, my main source of income was just IG University. I had one-on-one coaching for January, February, and then March. And then after that, I stopped doing one-on-one coaching because I I had taken on way too many people per day. I mean, there were some days in one-on-ones that I would have like five people back-to-back. So five hours of me just doing straight-up one-on-one coaching. And I was like, this is not sustainable. I honestly got to the point where I was like, I I don't even want to do my business anymore because it was just too much. 
and it was also very 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 repetitive and like that was something else that was hard for me too because I love like I mean I I like structure and I think structure is important and having systems are important but like I love being an entrepreneur because I can do different things each day and so that got really really tough for me and so I just stopped taking on one-on-ones from basically April, May, June, and July. I was not doing any one-on-one coaching in 2022. And I just, my main focus was just selling IG University and getting people in there so I could build up my recurring revenue, um, which I'm so grateful that I did that because that time period from January to July in 2022, it gave me the opportunity later in the year to be able to have to have that consistent income from IG University built up so that I could have more fun in my business and experiment with different things because I had consistent income coming in um, because I had spent that time during the first six months of the year building that up. But I do want to say one other pivotal thing that happened before I jump into July of 2022. And that is in April of 2022, I went to Israel. And the backstory on Israel is... (laughs) So Israel was supposed to happen in 2020. That's when we were supposed to go on the trip. But you all know what happened in 2020. COVID hit. So the trip got pushed back to 2021. So the next year. And then it got pushed back again because of COVID still. So 2022 came around and I was like, it's probably just going to get pushed back again. I hope it gets pushed back again. Crossing my fingers. Not because I didn't want to go on the trip, but because at that time in April, I was working 12 to 14 hour days in my business. I was like, there's no way, absolutely no way that I can go on this trip for 11 days, be in a foreign country on a different time zone, and my business is not going to burn down. I was like, there's no, no way. There's no way. And I even had, I had three people on my team at this time. So I had two virtual assistants and my email copywriter slash manager. And still, I was like, there's no way. And so I did give them more tasks and I made sure to batch out my content before I left on this trip. So like everything would be done. All I'd have to do is hit post. I was so scared. I was so scared going on this trip that like my business literally would not survive and that I would have to, yeah, that I just wouldn't survive because this trip was with a touring company. And so every minute of the day was scheduled out from six in the morning till eight o'clock at night. And so I I did not have any time to work my business except for in like basically right as I woke up in the morning and if I had enough energy at night then to also work it at night. But also like with time zone differences, that made a difference too. But anyways, long story short, I went to Israel. It was the best experience ever, not just like the trip itself, but like just the experience of being there and recognizing that like my business isn't going to burn down. That was so, so, so pivotal for me. And so I came back from Israel and what I recognized is that me working these 12 to 14 hour days, it was just filled with so much fluff of like things that I didn't need to be doing, things that that were just taking up so much time. And so I did an audit of my time and I just really honed in on the things that were the most important tasks for me to get done. And just really, it just brought life back into me. Like I actually, like I basically wasn't living. I literally wasn't living except for for my own business up until that trip. Um, because I was just working so much. I, I just genuinely was working so much. And it was hurting my relationship. It was hurting, yeah, it was hurting my marriage. It was hurting my health. I wasn't exercising. I wasn't getting out. I wasn't, I really wasn't even eating because I was just like so focused on work. I couldn't even think about anything else except for work. And so that was a huge, huge, huge pivotal moment for me. And then I, from then on out, I started working about four to six hours a day. 
Sometimes there would be days where I would have to work eight hours, and that's still the case even today. But most of my days are about four to six hours, and I take breaks on Sundays. I take Sundays totally off. Oftentimes, I do take the entire weekend off. I take days off in the middle of the week. I spend more time with my family. Like, it's just, man, like, I just totally lost sight of why I started my business in the first place. So that was a huge moment for me in 2022. Then moving forward to July of 2022, I launched List Building 101. So that was basically the, after, well, let's say six months. After six months, I launched my next offer. And then I also hired my coach at the very end of July, started working with her, my very first coach in August. The reason why I hired her is because she ran her business totally different than the way that I ran mine. And I was just super intrigued. She is absolutely amazing. Her name is Emily Sincata. And so I was so grateful for her and her guidance. And that really was a time period when I started to experiment with my business more and experiment with different types of offers. Um, I mean, I was doing live offers at that time. So I started doing masterclasses and I started doing programs and I just really found fun in my business and things that like actually lit me up. And so I started to create a lot of momentum because of that, because like my energy was there and like I was really having such a fun time. And I, yeah, it was just so, so fun. If you were, if you've been around on Instagram, you totally saw that shift happen. And it wasn't even just the fact that like my niche shifted. Like I went from just being Instagram, like an Instagram growth person, coach, expert to being more so like a a service-based business coach and like teaching the monetization side of things. Like, yes, that shift happened, but there was also just a shift in my energy, a shift in the momentum. And I had more people than ever start to join my world. And so that's how I started hitting those 50K months. I actually hit 50K months before I ever started doing one-on-one coaching, like with my own personal coach. But I also was able to hit that consistent, more consistently and easier without working long hours once I started to have that shift in my business. And really the end of 2022 was just so refreshing for me and so many lessons were learned there. It wasn't all good. And I'll talk probably in a future podcast episode about the downside of things because there were some really, really, really hard times and some really hard lessons that I had to learn during that time period. But also, you know, I hit my very first 50K month, my very first 60K month, my very first 160K month, which is just absolutely wild. And so I'm just so grateful for that time period and all the lessons that I learned from there. So the recap on 2022 is that uh, I hit a 700K revenue year in my business. So 2021, actually, let me just give you a recap from the very beginning. So 2022, network marketing, I had my very first 14K year. And then in 2021, I had my first 100K year. 2022, I had a 700K year. And that is revenue. So I just want to make that very clear. That is revenue. That's not minus expenses. In 2022, I think off the top of my head, I had a 700K in revenue, 535K after expenses. So that's what 2022 looked like. I Don't quote me on that. I can't remember. I don't have my spreadsheet pulled up, but it was a about that. So I I had a half a million dollar year. And as I'm filming this, this is the very end of January as I'm filming this podcast episode and you are listening to this, hopefully, as it has launched on uh, February 21st of 2023. But right now I'm sitting at 125k month for January. So this year I'm running for 
my very first million dollar year in cash, which hopefully means that we have even more of that, more in terms of revenue. So probably hoping to hit over 1.2 million for revenue so that we end up around a million for cash. But we'll see. We'll see what this year brings. But just the fact that this is already 125K year is absolutely wild. And also it means that I'm approaching my very first million dollars in total, not just in one year, but like in total since starting my business, because we have, let's just see, I'm awful at math. So we have 100,000 from 2021, 700,000 from 2022. So that's 800,000 this year. We're already at 925,000. So as you're probably listening to this podcast, I probably will have been celebrating a million dollars total in revenue since starting my business from the very, very beginning of my business, not in a one-year time period. But that is so, so, so wild, so crazy, especially as you're listening to this, you probably think that, hopefully you think that's crazy too, because you now know my story in terms of how I never thought that I would ever be in this position. But that's just kind of how life works sometimes. So I think that the moral of the story is be open to new opportunities. Because for me, looking back on my story, if I had said no to network marketing, if I had listened to what other people thought about network marketing and I would have never started network marketing. And if I had listened to other people's opinions about dropping out of college, dropping out of nursing school, I would have never done that. And I know that I probably would have never taken my network marketing business full time. And I also know that if I had never said yes to like my social media management job and also the startup company that I worked with, like all those things have played a very, very pivotal role in my journey and like the lessons that I've been able to learn, the skills and knowledge that I've been able to learn. And also I know that if I had never taken the chance of like putting network marketing on pause to see where this business would lead me, I wouldn't be here today. So is it to say that you have to say yes to every single opportunity? Definitely not the case because I think that the word no is also important and maybe we'll dive deeper into that into a future podcast episode. That being said though, there are so many opportunities out there and I just hope that you think about your vision for your life and recognize that like that is all possible plus so much more because it is because it is so 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 possible for you and I just hope that after listening to this podcast episode that like that is the takeaway is like everything is possible as long as you set your mind to it you stick with it and um, you continue on so thank you so much for tuning in and I will chat with you in the next episode If this episode has served you in any way, I'd love it if you shared what you've learned, any aha moments that you may have had, or something that you loved, and tag me on Instagram at Maya Nicole. And if you haven't already, hit the subscribe button and leave a five-star review so that we can continue to learn and grow together. Thank you so much for your support. I love you, and I'll talk to you in the next episode.